and welcome to another edition of the Hitting the Hardwood Podcast, your home for all the latest Minnesota links and WNBA news, analysis, and coverage. Thank you for tuning in to another episode this week. I'm your host, Mitchell Hansen, and it's hard to believe, but we made it. Um, we're, we're here, the stage is set, we're at the WNBA Finals. Um, as you listen to this podcast, you'll already know the, the outcome of the, the first game of, of the WNBA Finals, but... Um, you know, we, we got the matchup we all wanted. We got the Las Vegas Aces versus the New York Liberty. Um, and it'll be a very entertaining, um, you know, series and a battle back and forth. Um, for me, I think it'll go five games. I, I do think that the Las Vegas Aces are going to, um, you know, end up making, uh, making, a, uh, making it back-to-back. Um, and they'll end up winning the WNBA title again this year. Um, I just think they're too um, experienced, too deep. Um, and, and that's nothing against New York, but, um, you know, they, they are together for the first time, essentially, and, and that's going to go through some, some hurdles. They are playing extremely well right now, um, and that, I think, will be reflected in this series going five games, but I, I do ultimately think that the Aces will have enough um, to come out on top. They've been there. They, they're battle-tested, um, and like I said, they're just, they're just too talented, so um, I, I do think that the, the series will go five games, um, and, and I do ultimately think that the Aces uh, are going to come out on top just because that game will be played in Las Vegas at Game 5 if it does reach that point. Um, but either way, it'll be a fun series. Um, it'll be a star-studded series between two super teams. Um, as I said, this was the matchup we all um, anticipated. This is the matchup we all hoped for at the beginning of the year, um, and I, I wish it could go 17 games instead of five, but... Um, it'll it'll be a fun series to to watch these two teams battle it out um, for for a championship on the line. Uh, but with that said, um, you know in this week's podcast, um, I'm really excited to be be joined by um, um, this week's guest, um, Jillian Hiscock, who some of you are familiar with. Um, she uh, you know recently was just around some news outlets with with her work for um, opening up the Minnesota's first women's sports bar um, called a bar of their own. Um, it, it's this is kind of a different angle um, to this podcast. Uh, more so in the past, we've kind of uh, broken down things from you know a, a reporting side or a, you know a, a writer standpoint. Um, but we're going to break this down from a, a fan standpoint and somebody who's uh, passionate about the game, follows the the links, follows the WNBA, follows women's sports very closely. Um, and Jillian's um, you know one of those one of those people. She's she's a a loyal Lynx fan. Um, and it's fun to hear her perspective on, you know, what the Lynx have have done, um, the state of the Lynx, um, as well as just kind of furthering exposure of, of women's sports. That's something we're trying to do here at Hitting the Hardwood. Um, I've talked about that uh, plenty with, with trying to, um, you know, kind of further propel women's sports, further propel the, the WNBA, the Minnesota Lynx. Um, this podcast is a way that, that we, uh, you know, attempt to do so, that I attempt to do so. Um, as well as other channels, but but Jillian and I are, are, are aligned in that front where we're both trying to grow the game, we're both trying to grow women's sports, um, or we're trying to use our platforms to do so. So it's a, a fun conversation with Jillian, and, and I'm appreciative for her joining the podcast, and I, and I hope you all enjoy the, the, the conversation that we had about, as I said, the WNBA, um, you know, women's sports, the links, um, and also, you know, Kind of bringing that all to light and kind of furthering furthering the exposure of all of that. So, without further ado, let's jump right into the podcast with Jillian Hiscock. Jillian, how are you doing? Thank you for joining. Absolutely. Thanks so much for having me. Yeah. So, uh, as, as we were kind of talking about a little bit um, before, I I wanted to have you on. Um, I, I this is a, a kind of a unique um, you know podcast recording. I normally in the past I 
I've done, you know, writers, reporters, whatever, and we kind of break things down. But I, I, I want to get things from from a, a fan side of you. And, you know, you're you're one of the most, you know, loyal Lynx fans and, and WNBA fans, women's sports fans that, that um, you know, I, I interact with and, and kind, of, kind of get to meet. And there's a unique aspect to this as well, because <laughs> you are are going to be doing, are, you know, kind of going on this this adventure of, um, you know, trying to do exactly what we do here at, at hitting the hardwood and trying to expose the, the league, um, you know, the links, uh, women's sports. Um, but could you, could you start by, by kind of, um, you know, describing what, what, what you have, have going on in, in the business world and in your new business adventure that you're going to be uh, undertaking here? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So um, we are in the process of starting a bar of their own, which will be Minnesota's first sports bar that exclusively shows women's sports, um, which was really inspired by the sports bra, which I think a lot of Lynx fans know about. Um, started out in Portland in February of 2022. And when it first started, we were just like geeked out about it. And we were like, God, we got to get out there. And um, I kept asking all my friends, like, who's going to do this in Minnesota? Who's going to do this in Minnesota? And at the time, I was actually working for the Women's Final Four tournament that was had, taking place here in Minneapolis. And so it's such a cool time to be surrounded by all of these women sports fans, being the excitement in Minneapolis of all of these women sports fans coming from all over the country to watch women's basketball, which you and I both believe is a super high quality product. It's incredible athletes. And, and I just had this feeling that it could work here. So after about six months of kind of joking around about it with my wife, um, we got real serious about it in about May of this year. And I actually reached out to um, Jenny Wynn, who owns the sports bra, and talked with her kind of about how she got started and how everything happened. And then in July is when we really started taking off and working on this full time. So um, I am now officially launched in terms of our website, and we have some crowdfunding going on um, with a goal of being open in March of 2024, which is when the Big Ten Women's and Men's Basketball Tournament will be back in Minneapolis. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's uh, abartheirown.com. Um, check all that that stuff out um, and, and support them. It, it's a, a great idea. I love it. It's it's going to be it's I think it's going to go over really well. It's already seen you know great interest from from what i've seen and and kind of gathered on on social media and and checking out the website and all of that stuff so that's going to be going to be really cool um and you you have i hope i'm not you know kind of spoiling news or, or going too far but uh, do you do you hope to to have some sort of tie to the links or kind of you know try and you know partner with them if, if you can or, or some regard like that yeah Yeah, absolutely. We have, I mean, the blessing of being in Minneapolis again is that we have a huge list of women's sports teams here locally, both at the professional league, all the way down to like youth and and amateur leagues that are reaching out and being like, how can we be involved? Um, I actually met with Carly Knox yesterday um, from the links to talk a little bit about what that could look like um, in terms of, of working with them. And, and obviously there's to your point, contractual obligations and, Mm -hmm. and things like that, that they have to consider, but um, but lots of support in in terms of of them wanting us to be successful as well and and believing in the concept. Um, but I think that's been one of the cool things too is that the support's coming from all over the place. It's not just you know we're obviously hardcore Lynx fans and there's a huge huge population of Lynx fans, but it goes down to like a youth softball league reached out to me and was like, hey, can we have our team party there? Like that's exactly the kind of stuff that we want to have um, and build in the community here with a bar of their own. Mm-hmm. 
what do you, I guess what you, you kind of touched on it a little bit, but what do you hope it in the end it, it's what's the overall goal, I guess, what do you hope to accomplish with having something like this? Yeah, I think it's really, I think the, for us and for me personally, it's really rooted in community. So I have found such an incredible community of sports fans um, that support the link, support the Gopher softball team, support all these different teams that I just really love. And growing up as a three-sport athlete in Mankato, like I never really had anything to look to in terms of like what the next step could be or what, per, what you know, professional women athletes look like. And now we have that. And the unfortunate part is that it's really hard to find it. And so one of our big goals with building the community at a bar of their own is that we make it easier for people to be casual sports fans. We want people to be able to walk into a bar and be like, I've actually never watched roller derby. Let's see what this is all about. Oh, I've heard volleyball is really popular, but I've never sat down and watched it because I don't have ESPN Ocho or whatever channel Mm -hmm. it's playing on. And so wanting to make sure that we can expose people that are interested in women's sports to all the different incredible athletes that are out there um, doing the thing. And, and I think that's a big part of it. And for us, for me, another really big thing is uh, wanting it to be a safe and inclusive environment for people. So I've in doing this in the last even couple of weeks, have heard so many stories from people that have reached out and just talked about how difficult or frustrating it can be to walk into a quote unquote traditional sports bar and feel like, a, my sports aren't on TV, so now I have to ask somebody, and the person behind the bar is probably going to be frustrated or annoyed or confused when I ask them to change the channel to whatever thing it is on. Um, and so we want it to really feel safe and inclusive, that you can walk into a bar of their own and know that your game is probably already going to be on the TV. And if it's not, we absolutely want to change it and get it on there, because that's that's really what it is about lifting and lifting up those women athletes. Yeah, and and we've, we've seen this with um, you know, with other sports, you know, specifically the WNBA too, if, if it's on TV, if it's made available, it does well. And, and that, yeah. that could go for any sport. And that's, that's the key thing is just getting it in front of eyes. And that, that is, that is the most important thing. And it does well. Absolutely. It. Yeah. I've had all these trolls in the comments, that like nobody watches the WNBA. And I'm like, that's, that's such an old trope. Like I'm so tired of that because it's, we know it's just not true. So right. yeah, right. excited to really kind of expose people to, to what's out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Once again, go, go check all that stuff out. Go support them. Uh, a bar, their own, a bar, their own.com. Um, and, and a lot of, a lot of great stuff. I I'm, I'm excited to, when it does open up, I, I definitely want to want to come check it out. Um, that that's going to be really, let's do cool. a podcast. Yes. Let's do a live recording, but I'm all in let's, let's do Love that. It. We'll, w- once let's it opens it. up, we'll, we'll talk about it and we'll, yes, Game we'll, on. We'll, we'll do that. That's <laughs> awesome. Um, and, and you, you talked about too, a little bit about the, um, you know, inclusive environment, um, a welcome and open to, to everybody that, that is one thing that, you know, I've, I mean, a lot of WNBA teams are like this, but specifically the links, um, you know, target centers that way, when you walk into a game, you know, just being around the team, going to events, you, you have a lot of that. Um, and, and that's, that's, I think where that partnership, you know, if, if there is some sort of partnership between the links and, and bar their own can really thrive is, is that you both want that and you have that. And that, that is a, a key thing, you know, or a great thing to have and, and to, to, you know, kind of open that up to, to, to anybody that wants to come, you know, you feel welcome. You, you feel welcome that you're going to come back if you feel welcome um, that, and that goes for anywhere. So that, that's very important. And that's, that's really cool too. But um, yeah. you know, and that's, that kind of leads into to my next thing um, of with the links. Um, let, let, let's talk a little links. I know you're, you're a, 
like I said, yes. you're a loyal fan, you're a, a season ticket holder. What, what, um, what was your thought on, on what we saw in, in 2023 from the Lynx? Oh, you know, it was such an up and down season for me, but I'm an eternal optimist. My friends know this about me. Um, and, and even from the beginning of the year, um, I knew that it was obviously people kept talking about it being a rebuilding year and all of these different things. Like, I just know that it's not really in the Lynx DNA to like not go all out. Mm-hmm. So when people at the beginning were like, oh, they're flopping. I was like, there's no way the links are flopping. Like, it's just not going to happen. I don't think Cheryl Reeve knows how to flop. Uh, and so I just was really excited to to be a fan all season. And yeah, there were some definite ups and downs. But man, to even think about the fact that we where we started in this season and then where we ended up in the playoffs, thank goodness it was a three-game se- uh, three series against the Sun. It was so incredible, but uh, but really, really proud of this team and what they pulled together um, from what a lot of people, I mean, totally exceeded expectations that people had of them at the beginning of the year, which which is just so fun to be a part of the ride uh, with that team. I just, it's, it's impossible to not want to cheer for them because they're just so hardworking and loyal and supportive of each other in a way that it's just so easy to get behind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would say that like, you know, th- this team has always been, been fun to cover. I think it's my eighth season or whatever this year of, of covering the team. And it's obviously they've had the, you know, the championship teams, they've had the, you know, the, the, the hall of fame players on the teams, great personalities, whatever it may be. But this year it was almost more of an enjoyable year because of the story. Um, it was more yeah. kind of an underdog story. Um, and then you saw the growth over the year too. I mean, Nafisa Collier took, I mean, we all expected her to, you know, kind of return to her, you know, all-star level, but she turned it up a notch even farther this year. For sure. Um, you know, the, the storyline of, of Diamond and, and Dorka, you know, mm-hmm. stepping right into to key roles and, and playing well, uh, you know, Kayla McBride, I think she's becoming a bigger and bigger fan favorite. The more she's, you know, the, every game she steps on the court. Um, mm-hmm. But it was just a fun season to cover. And, and I, yeah. I, you know, I, I anticipate that was probably the same as, as a fan, as, you know, as, as agonizing as it was at points to, <laughs> to ride that roller coaster. I'm, I'm, I would anticipate, you know, at the end of the year that it was, you know, it was fun to, to follow this team. And it was one of those moments where you're like, okay, I'm, I'm glad I'm a follower of this team because it, it was a fun season. Oh, absolutely. And I think, you know, I know at the end of the season, the Lynx marketing really switched to this, you know, next era, which for me was exactly what it is. It was like, man, you see these diamond, diamond and Dorka, like, holy cow, are they going to be so much fun to watch in the next five years in the league? Um, hopefully I'll with the Lynx, obviously. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I think you're right. I think the growth for me was really cool to see from this group of kind of like, newbies figuring it out people that hadn't necessarily played together and then even throughout the year when different things happen when Lindsay Allen went down like mm-hmm. who's gonna step up who's gonna be the next person to to show up and and work out for the team and yeah it was just it was so fun to to believe in these people because yeah. like I believed in these athletes and it, mm-hmm. it was it was fun to watch yeah yeah the future's future's definitely bright do you do you have a a, a favorite moment from the year? Is there any Ooh. specific moment that that kind of stands out to you? I know I'm kind of putting Gosh. you on the spot here. <laughs> Gosh, you know, so many great, so many great games. I think for me, uh, my co-season ticket holder Jade and I, we we just love the environment that we feel when the games are are on the line, right? Yeah. So being in Target Center and knowing that, like 
I can't think of like one specific game, for example, mm-hmm. when this happened, but like there's that moment where all of a sudden you're like, it's happening right yeah. now. Like people are amped. The team is feeling it. The coaches are getting amped. Um, and there's there were so many of those this year that mm-hmm. that were just really, really fun. Our seats are kind of fun because we sit right near the visitor bench. And so uh, there's always some kind of fun banter going on with the visiting team. And and that's fun, too, to again, not that I obviously don't love the links, but to be able to, to interact and, and play around with some of the you know mm-hmm. best women athletes, best athletes in the world, right. uh, kind of right in front of us is really fun. So, no, I can't think of a specific moment right now, but um, but absolutely the just the atmosphere of Target Center. I, I actually went to games in four, five different uh, WNBA stadiums this year, arenas this year. Um and and Lynx games by far were so they're just so different. It's mm-hmm. hard to explain to people unless you actually go somewhere and feel that difference in a different arena. Like Lynx fans turn up, and that's mm-hmm. that's really fun. Yeah, even in in game, I mean, you you kind of expect this in in a playoff game or playoff atmosphere, but game three um, against Connecticut. Oh man. When when it was you know fourth quarter they were getting the, the crowd hyped up or even pregame when you know the rally towels were going it was yeah. it you can't beat that kind of atmosphere and and no. Lynx fans never disappoint they always bring it so it's yeah it's, it's fun <laughs> when uh you know we we talk about you know you were talking about growing the game or the growth of the game or growth of the team or whatever it may be what what are your thoughts on the the recent um expansion I mean what do you think oh. that, do you think how do you think that'll be do you where are do you welcome that or do you say finally what what do you think about that I absolutely say finally I have a little bit of conflicted feelings in that it feels to me like it was loud and clear heard from the players that they would rather have roster expansion and the league went with team expansion. I understand there's a lot bigger things in, in, in play than, than what the players want. But um, so I was a little bit conflicted in that, but absolutely bring it on. Like when I talk to friends that aren't as invested or aren't as in the know with the WNBA and tell them like, we have 144 players in the league. Like people just are blown away. They're like, what? Like that is so few. Uh, Cause there's so much talent and you know, every, Every year it kills me to to watch the draft, see all this excitement, and then know that like six of those players are still going to be in rosters at the end of the year. Like it's right. just horrendous. Mm-hmm. And we're we're blessed in that we have so many incredible athletes that are taking incredible care of themselves. So they're playing five, six, eight, ten years that there's just such a crunch for talent. And as somebody who believes so much in expanding women's sports in any way, shape or form, like I am pumped that it's happening. Um, I'm holding out hope that for Portland for the second team. So my sports bra friends can, can finally get a, get a W team out there, or get a W team back, I should say. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cause they're really pumped as well. But, uh, but yeah, I'm super, super, super excited about it. Yeah. I, I think that there will be, you know, another team. I mean, it just makes sense to have two teams, um, and then I, I'm hoping that that the next, um, you know, next item is is maybe expanding rosters um, and then, you know, figuring out the the travel stuff. And, and they, they still have a lot yeah. to figure out in-house. Yeah. Um, and I, I think that that's probably maybe the, it will be the next topic that before they, you know, eventually maybe expand more teams. or, or Yeah, whatever. that's why I think Toronto, I just don't think Toronto is going to happen yet because I think the travel thing is just so tricky when you start adding that in. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's crazy to me. I mean, the travel thing is beyond me. Like, again, when I talk to my friends that followed the NBA or follow other things and I'm like, yeah, they're flying commercial. And they're like, that's not real. And it's like, it's 100 percent real. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I know I was actually listening to The Athletic um, has a they just started a podcast and they had Natasha Cloud on recently to preview the, the finals. 
And she talked about too how how much of a difference that made in the in the playoffs because they've had charter flights throughout throughout the playoffs. Yeah. And she's like, we could just you know not have to worry about anything else. We could just focus on what we do, and that that goes a long way. I mean, I, I yes, mean, nobody likes flying. Right. <laughs> nobody likes going to the airport. And like, no. I'm not a professional athlete trying to prepare for the biggest game of my year. You know, it's like to make right. them go through all of that is just it's it's just maddening to me. Well, and then all the delays. I mean, that 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 enough. I mean, you know, you look at if, you know, you and I go to the airport, we have a delay, how much that takes out of you. But you imagine having go through a delay and then all of a sudden you have to try and turn around and play a 40 minute game like that. Yeah. That's tough. Yeah, it's but... it's it's silly. We're yeah. making progress. I'm trying to stay positive. We're yep. making progress. <laughs> yes, absolutely. And and I think it'll come. It's just a matter of yeah. trying to get that get those dollars contributed to however we they need more exposure. Get exactly. Here we go, Mitch. Exactly. We need exposure. <laughs> I agree. I agree. Um, you know, obviously the we're we're in the heart by the time this podcast drops, uh, everybody will know the the outcome of of game one of the WNBA finals. But um, you and I were talking about it a little bit before we started recording. What what do you think of of the finals between the, the Aces and Liberty? Yeah, I mean, it's going to be incredible. I know that for sure. Um, I was lucky enough to see both the teams play um, in multiple games this year and was out in Vegas for the first game against the Lynx in May. And then again, for the all-star game, I was out there that weekend. And I mean, I got aces. I can't, I can't like, they're, they're just so fun. Um, their, their team chemistry is just unlike anything I've ever seen. I don't know if you've been, if you follow any of the, mm-hmm. you know, Asia's and SIDS and all that on the, on social media, but they, they just have this chemistry And when I tell you that going to a game in Las Vegas is like an otherworldly experience. I mean, we were just talking about Target Center and how great it is. Um, The arena in Vegas is so different. It is very small. It is very condensed. It is deafening in there in a very different way that Target Center is because there's, you know, just a different environment there. But I mean... I think that the I think that that being in Vegas is going to be a huge factor. I know you and I were just saying this too. Um, it's hard to to lose for Vegas to lose in Vegas. I mean, I think mm-hmm. the Commissioner's Cup was a anomaly because uh, I think that was a, a rare thing for that to happen. So I got aces. I know you said aces in five. Mm-hmm. I want to say aces in four, but I think I think they want to win at home. So I, you know, we'll see. We'll see what ends up happening. It'll be uh, aces in five probably. Yeah, I I do think it'll end up being aces and five. I I think that you know New York will do enough to win a couple games. Um, oh, for sure. I think they they'll probably maybe steal one in in Las Vegas and then they'll, they'll win one at home. Um, you know I I do, you know we we talked about it with with you know the the I think the deciding factor will be the location of Game Five and it being mm-hmm. in Vegas and like we said that home court advantage, and then you mentioned too the the chemistry and. When the game is on the line, when you're in the those intense playoff moments, especially in the finals, that that goes a long way. And I'm not saying New York doesn't have that, but Las Vegas has it, I think, more than than what New York has. They have better chemistry. Absolutely, they've, they've been through those battle tested moments with with each. And other. you can just even tell it as they're transitioning down the court. You know, it's like they just know where each other are, mm-hmm. regardless what the play droppers, whatever. It's just like your Chelsea Gray's ability to just find players like is mind boggling to me. And I'm a huge, huge Kelsey Plum fan in this household. So uh, anything K Plum does is is gold over here. So, yeah, I mean, I just think that they have such camaraderie that is, it is an X factor and the the Liberty, I just don't think I've had the chance to, 
build that as much as I mean the Aces are basically the exact same team as last year. Like that's insane. Right. It's yeah. like they were dominant last year and they're better this year. So yeah. I I gotta go Aces for sure. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I do think it'll be one of those years where New York maybe loses in a in a heartbreak fashion or they lose in a game five. And then they come back next year even stronger. And and oh, I yeah. think that might be the, the eventual outcome. Um, but yeah, it, it's going to be a fun series. I, I wish they could play 17 games rather than five, <laughs> but if it even gets to five, but you know, if it does go the full series, five games, but, or at least seven would be fun, but yeah. We'll hey, it's a big, it's a big change from where we were a couple of years ago. That's the yep. same thing I kept saying during the Lynx first round. I was like, thank God this is a three game series and I not know. a single limb anymore. So we'll get there. We'll get there. I also don't want every round to be seven games like it is in the NBA where it's like a four month playoff series. Like that's not as fun either. <laughs> it gets, it gets too, to be too much. And <laughs> much. I mean, we, we players, are, players bodies, like they, right. they're humans, like their bodies are just getting beat down. So, well, and especially with, with the WNBA too, with the, the condensed schedule and the amount <laughs> of games that they play in that condensed schedule to put on another, you know, potentially let's say 21 games, if they go, you know, all, you know, seven games in three series, that's way too much. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it, and it would just be, it would just end up going too long. It's just, I don't, it, it's not doable, but I, I do agree. The, the, the three game series in the first round give at least a couple games to, for teams to prove themselves. Cause we saw even, you know, when Minnesota played, you know, Chicago a couple years ago, they, you know, they, they was one and done. Ugh, and, and if that game was, was so brutal. Series, yeah. <laughs> that was rough. That, that was rough. <laughs> But they're they're in a. I like the format now a little bit better. I still think they need to do in the first round. It needs to be one one and one rather than that, that kind of format rather than two and yeah, one. Yeah, I agreed. I agreed. I didn't. I wasn't a fan of that. But it it worked out in every other yeah. series except for the Minnesota Connecticut series. So I don't know. What do I know? That's right. And travel, <laughs> travel, 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 travel. Right. Here we go back again to travel. Yep. So <laughs> exactly, exactly. Well, hopefully at, at this time um, next year or, you know, when we're talking about the finals next year, we'll be watching it in, in a bar of their own. Um, Heck that, yes, we will be. That'll be, that'll be a lot of fun, but Jillian, I, with I the sound on with the sound on, yes, we're going to yes. watch the WNBA finals with yeah. the sound on in a bar. It's going to be incredible. And not being drawn up by like an NFL game or, or something like that. And, well, and being regu- relegated to one tiny TV in the back right, corner of some right. sports bar. Yeah, exactly. No bitter feelings here. No right. bitter feelings. <laughs> oh, funny. Well, Jillian, I really appreciate you joining um, for everybody. Once again, go check out a bar, their own bar, their own.com. Um, go support them, go uh, um, show, or find out all the, the great work that that is is being done. Um, I think it'll be really great. And um, when you do open up, we'll be in contact about a podcast. I'll do I'll do uh, I'll definitely do a podcast there. I would love to do that. Let's do it. Well, thank you again for joining. Uh, I, I hope you enjoy the finals. Uh, best of luck with with everything in, in opening everything up. And um, we'll be I'm sure be be talking about some Lynx basketball here soon, and it, the season's right around the corner, even though it just finished. So it, it'll be. I love it. I love it. Yeah. But, thanks so much for the opportunity. Great to chat with you. You as well. Thank you. Thank you once again to Jillian for joining the podcast this week. As I said, it was a great conversation with Jillian. It was it was great to to sit down with her and, and talk about women's sports, talk about the Lynx, talk about the WBA, talk about everything in between. Um, and how we we try to further propel that, expose that, um, you know, bring that to light, kind of get more eyes on the on the game, on um, the links, the WNBA, women's sports, and everything. Um, so it was a great conversation with her on on you know where the links are at, 
um, her her standpoint on the links, the WNBA, um, you know, the WNBA finals, uh, kind of the expansion and growing the game, as well as what she's trying to do with a bar of their own um, in helping uh, grow the game, um, helping grow women's sports. So as I said, great great conversation with with Jillian. And I really appreciate uh, taking the time to to join the podcast this week. Also, want to give a shout out to Jeremy Rushing for producing this podcast every week. Does a great job in the back end of of making everything sound great, uh, making me sound like a sane person, which is kind of a hard task to do. So I, I appreciate everything that Jeremy does for this podcast um, every single week, and and making sure that you know you, it gets to you guys in a timely fashion. So thank you, Jeremy. I appreciate all your work for hitting the hardwood. Um, now, with that said, I, I want to bring to light uh, or kind of uh, mention our, our two uh, our two partners, our two sponsors here at Hitting the Hardwood, as I do every week. Um, first one is Better Edge, um, and Better Edge is you've heard me say it on this podcast. I don't know how many times. Better Edge is one of my favorite betting apps that I that I use. It's a very user friendly betting uh, platform. Uh, Minneapolis based company. There's there's no reason not to support them. They're they're great people. Um, run a great um, a, a great platform, um, a great program. A great system um, at Better Edge, and and I really enjoy using it. Not only during the WNBA season, but in the WNBA off season, um, uh, you know, doing other sports and betting on other sports. You can do competitions. You can bet against your friends. You can bet by yourself. You can do everything you want. Um, so please go check them out. It's BetterEdge.com. B-E-T-T-O-R-Edge.com. If you're a first-time user, if you've never used the app before, visit BetterEdge.com. Once again, that's B-E-T-T-O-R-Edge.com. Um, you visit BetterEdge.com forward slash links. Um, and use the promo code LINKS, L-Y-N-X. If you do so, you'll get a free $20 in free play. Um, so go check or go try that out. Um, go use that promo code. Get free $20 to play with. See how you like it. Um, and and I, I guarantee you that you'll enjoy that that platform and, and being able to bet on sports because it's there's not many ways to bet on sports right now in Minnesota. Hopefully soon we'll, we'll be able to uh, expand upon that um, once betting is, is legalized somewhere down the road. Um, but it, this is a, a very unique way to do so um, and a very user-friendly way to do so. So go check them out at BetterEdge.com. Second one is Homage. Homage is a, a vintage uh, clothing site. Um, they do a lot of modern and vintage stuff, but they do um, a lot of uh, older style. Even you know, Let's talk about the WNBA. They do a lot of older style WNBA stuff. Um, I know somebody that just bought a Detroit Shock vintage shirt. Um, Erica had just uh, previously purchased that. And I, I know that, um, you know, that, that she loves it, that it looks awesome. Um, it's a really cool um, vintage look that they do for a lot of their gear. And as I said, they do a lot of modern gear. They have a lot of, um, you know, WNBA logo shirts and sweatshirts. Um, I have the Lynx hoodie, the Lynx t-shirt, and the WNBA charcoal t-shirt, um, all three which are, no joke, the comfiest um, items of clothing that I own. Um, and it's not expensive either. It's, it's a very, uh, user-friendly or user-friendly. It's a very, <laughs> it is a very user-friendly website, but it is a very, um, you know, reasonable, um, you know, priced website that, that you can get a lot of those, uh, clothing items. So go check them out. Um, H O M A G E.com. Um, and there's a lot of WNBA gear, a lot of, of other gear, other sports leagues, whatever you, you might think of, they have at homage. So check them out. If you are looking for, um, you know, some hitting the hardwood gear, uh, on that note, you can please, or you can go check out our hitting the hardwood store. Um, you can find it on our website. You can find it on our social media channels. Um, really anywhere you, uh, anywhere you can find us on, on social media or on the web, you'll be able to find our hitting the hardwood store. Um, you can do custom ordering. You can do really anything you want. There's a lot of cool, um, uh, merchandise on there from, 
um, t-shirts to sweatshirts to sweatpants to well they're joggers i guess but you can custom do you custom make sweatpants if you want so just regular sweatpants um, standard sweatpants there is um, uh, tank tops um, there's there's mugs there's um, you know pint glasses or stickers there's magnets there's anything you can think of um, and like i said if you want something that's not on the store let us know send us an email hitting the hardwood at gmail.com um, and we will custom make anything that, that you can think of. So that is, uh, that is available on our website, on our social media channels. And um, you can find that anywhere you can find Hitting the Hardwood as well. And it's also in the description um, with, with this podcast as well. So with that said, um, as I mentioned at the beginning of the podcast, um, you know the WNBA Finals is here. Um, we, we got this marquee matchup between the Aces and Liberty. Um, it's going to be a very entertaining uh, matchup. Um, that you know is, is underway now, um, and and we'll see how how long it goes, how far it goes. I anticipate a very back and forth battle between the two teams, um, but we'll see what what this entertaining uh, matchup is all about. Um, we we talked about it at the beginning of the year, but um, it'll be a it'll be a fun matchup between two super teams to to fight for a title and, and to see who who is able to come out on top. It's either going to be a back to back champion, which we haven't had for for a long time. Um, if the Aces come out on top, or it'll be uh, you know a first-time champion with the Liberty. So either way, there's going to be a, a unique storyline to whoever comes out on top. Um, and either way, it'll be a fun series, um, and it'll be uh, an entertaining one throughout the hopefully five games that we we do get in this series. Um, and with when it comes to the links, um, as as I've mentioned on social media before, um, I, I will be doing a weekly links off-season update again this year at Canis Hoopus. You can find that at CanisHoopus.com. Um, that'll come out every Monday with up, sending updates to or providing updates to how the, the links team or links players are, are doing overseas. There's going to be nine players that are playing overseas this year. Um, so you can find that every Monday. I'll have that on social media. I'll have it uh, on the Patreon page, uh, patreon.com forward slash hitting the hardwood. And um, you'll be able to find that really anywhere you can find any of my work. So um, if nothing else, check back on, on my social media. That's M underscore Hansen 13, H-A-N-S-E-N 13 um, on Twitter or X or whatever we're calling it nowadays. Um, or you can find that at canisupas.com. So with that said, I hope you enjoy the, the WNBA Finals. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. I really appreciate you listening um, throughout the year, but especially this week um, once again. And, and I will uh, be back with you all next week to hopefully... Provide an update on, on the WNBA Finals, provide an update on the Lynx, um, how they're doing overseas, um, and, and to kind of take a, uh, you know, uh, maybe we'll talk WNBA expansion a little bit more, dive into that, what that could look like, um, how the alignment in the league might look like, um, and, and kind of everything, uh, everything WNBA related. So I appreciate you joining, appreciate you listening, um, share this podcast, rate this podcast, subscribe, whatever it may be, um, and, and I, I appreciate everything you do for hitting the hardwood. Um, and supporting um, all the work that we do here at Hitting the Hardwood. So um, enjoy the basketball, enjoy the playoffs, enjoy the finals, um, enjoy the Lynx offseason, whatever whatever you're looking forward to. I hope you enjoy it. Um, there's still some more basketball to be, be played before we can wrap up the year, um, but I will be back with you all next week, and I hope you have a great week. Talk to you later.
Honey.